0: And now, without further ado, sit back and enjoy the Button to Christ Ministries podcast.
1: Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Morning. Happy Friday to everyone. Yes, brother Andrew, God bless and he's a good God. And uh, this morning, the temperature is I would say unbelievable. It's 13 degrees C in Toronto. You can walk around in a T-shirt in November. This is a, really a miracle. You know, so we see the temperature going up and down. We know something is happening unusual around the world. Some pe- places are flooding out in different countries. A lot of rain, and it seems like the pattern is being disturbed. We don't know if it's by human or it's the Lord's will, but we know something is happening around the world with the the, the temperatures and the the weather pattern. You know, because it's so warm here, I've never seen this before. Would well into snow already in November, sometime October. You know. And now the temperature is beautiful, you know. So something is happening. So when we see all these signs, the Lord bid us to look up, because our salvation draw nigh. Time is running out, and we have to just keep looking up, knowing that our Savior is coming soon. So again, we are just so grateful for all the testimonies and just how the Lord is taking His people to our next level. We are just grateful, and we are just waiting for His coming. Praise the Lord. The Lord gave me a, a word this morning, um, and it's about the heart, about um, pride, about what do we have inside of us and how we are relating to the Lord. Um, I'm going to pray, and it's taken from Proverbs 16, verses 2 to 8. Proverbs 16, verses 2 to 8. Let us pray. Father in heaven, great God, we are so grateful, Lord, for the wonderful weather in this part of the world. Lord, I could... Just feel the, the nice breeze blowing in the outdoor right here, Lord. We just want to praise you and say, say thanks, oh God, for your goodness. Thanks for your mercies. Thanks, O God, for keeping us. Thanks for waking us up this morning. Thanks for preparing us. Thanks for letting us know that the Sabbath, Sabbath drew at night. It's almost time for the Sabbath to come. Lord, it's just a wonderful time in Zion, and Lord, we just rejoice in you. I just pray that we will have a productive day, Lord, as we open up this devotion, that you will speak to our hearts, you will speak to our mind, oh God, everything will come under your subjection, oh God, and we will experience your power, we just want to thank you, Lord, and worship you and glorify you, Lord, and we just want to give you everything, Lord, and we just say thanks for being with us and for surrounding us. We thank you, praise you, exalt you in Jesus Christ's name, I pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, I'll start at verse 2. Verse 1 is important, but we want to hit the point. Um, Proverbs chapter 16, verse 2 says, All the ways of man are clean in his own eyes, but the Lord with the Spirit. Proverbs is always a book of wisdom that teaches And causes us to wonder and ponder in each lines and each words. It says all the ways of a man are clean in his own eyes. You could say self-righteousness is what's killing us. The way we look at ourselves is what's killing us. We justify ourselves and see ourselves as pure, that I am good, no matter what your background is or where you have been, no matter if you are in jail, you were caught and anything happened to you, you see yourself as pure. I'm a good person. I don't know why they did this to me. I'm a good person. The thing is, how does the Lord see you? From what angle are you blocked with emotions? Are you blocked with all the maladies of life that we cannot see ourselves? All we do is see the purity, that we are good and pure. But we are not seeing the sin, that we are wretched and we need Jesus the Lord is asking you this morning, how do you see yourself? Do you need Jesus? Do you have what you need? Do you have what it takes to go to the next level? Do you have a good relationship with God? What qualifies us to be partakers with Christ? What qualifies us to be sons and daughters of the Most High God? Is there anything we're harboring that is pride, that keeps us in a mode of being prideful? What is it? In Proverbs, it says, all the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes. God is asking you, whose lens are you looking through? Where are you? How? high are you when you're looking down? What height are you? What's your altitude? Are you looking down from the rooftop? Are you looking on the, on the mode that is in your own eyes? Our own eyes. Is it self-blocking us? I'm okay. I pay my tithes. I've been a Christian for 30 years. Again, the Lord says, all the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes. What does the Lord say about you? How does the Lord seize you this morning? Does the Lord see a committed person? Somebody who's willing to sacrifice for Jesus. Somebody who's willing to give up all to have Christ. Is there anyone who admits and says, I've been wrong. I've done wrong. Lord, forgive me. I need your help. Is there anyone? Think about your heart. What is it? How are you thinking? Is there help still in Zion? What are you going through? Think about it. But hear what the other part says of that verse too. But the Lord with the Spirit. But God is saying, no matter what we go through and we are caught up with self, God is the one that knows the heart. God is the one whose spirit is working. God is the one who's the judge. God is the one who measures. So why not please God? Why not allow him to cleanse us and to clear us? God knows the heart. He weighs the spirit. God is asking it this morning. Is Are you caught up with self? How would the Lord judge you if your name was to call up now? What would your evaluation be? What would be your test result? Would you pass the test? Our self is in the way. It's hard to see self. I know. It's hard to see self. Verse 3 says, Commit thy works unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. Commit thy works. How do you commit your works? It meant that you give everything over to the Lord, and you depend on him. You trust him, and you allow him to work things out. Commit. Give. You know, cast your burden. Cast everything upon the Lord. He will help you. He will put everything into action. He will escalate what needs to be escalated. God will do the work. He's asking you to commit your works. Not ways, your works. Commit your hands. Commit everything into him. You know, then he will work upon your thoughts. He will establish your thoughts. He will work from the works in. God is saying, allow me to work here. I'm saying, if you do everything and give it over to me, I will work the plans out. I will be with you. I will work on your emotions, your thoughts. I will establish you. I will lift you up if you only obey me. That's how the Lord is calling us this morning for a pure heart. He's telling us what we need to do and how we need to move away from the self-righteousness. I did this. It's all about me. If it wasn't for me, they are not praising me enough. It's all about me. God is saying we need to turn the work over to him. Verse 4 says, The Lord has made all things for himself, yea, even the wicked for the day of church of evil. What does that have to do with everything? In the middle of the Lord encouraging us how to move away from self, the Lord saw so this in the Lord has made all for himself What does that mean It meant that he is sovereign he is the creator He knows all things he is in control of all things and even the wicked have its time everything have to run have its term God is saying In due time, vengeance is mine. You don't have to worry about those people that hurt you. When we come to know Christ and come with a pure heart, he will fight our battles. They that are with us are more than they that are against us. So God is saying, work everything out. Come to me with a pure heart, and I will transform. I will do what is necessary. To save you i know your destiny i know where you're going i know who's going to make it in heaven or not i'm preparing evil place for the wicked and god is encouraging us that we are not going to be in that place where the wicked are going to be we know where we're going to be we're going to be with our savior in the new jerusalem God is gone to prepare a place for you and I, so that where he is, we will be also. He said, if it wasn't so, I would have told you so. Yeah, I've gone to prepare a place for you and I, so where I am, you may be also. God wants to take us home, but he's looking for people who is willing to give their all and to commit their ways and to give their hearts over to the Lord. That's the Lord we serve. And listen to what verse 5 says. Everyone that is proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. I'm telling you, this is, is, is serious. If we have a proud heart, we become an abomination to the Lord. What does that mean? That's serious. God hates the proud. So you see the heart, it's a heart problem. If we see ourselves as evil righteous when we are not, it's all about me. It's in the heart. God does not like the proud. He calls them an abomination. You know, he wants to have nothing to do with us. You know, he wants us to move away from that. We cannot work with God if we are too proud. If we regard these things in our heart, God wants us with a pure heart. So our thoughts will, you know, be blessings and we will speak blessing to others. But if we have a pure heart, envy will come, jealousy will come, we'll look on other people. And will start to criticize. Will want what they have. Everything will change if we have a proud heart, because it will start to build up conceit and it will evil and deception. All these things will start to harbor, and the Lord hates that, because that's the exact things uh, characters that Satan has, Lucifer. Jealousy, proud. I can do it. God is saying we need to really move away from that. If we want to be joined up with the Lord and don't want to be punished in the last days, we have to commit. The Christian walk is a practical walk. (laughs) It's not a walk where we just read the Word and we know the Word, but we don't live the Word. We can tell you what the Word says and explain it and break it down, but we, keep, we don't live the Word. We read the Word going in one direction and we physically going in the other direction. God is asking us, what is our relationship like? What are we going to do? How are we going to come higher? How are you going to come higher with the Lord? Or do you want to come higher? Those are some of the things. Verse 6, it says, Be mercy and truth. Be mercy and truth. Iniquity is purged. And by the fear of the Lord, men depart from evil. You see, the Proverbs is very serious. Mercy and truth. You know, mercy and truth goes together. You know, God's mercy, the truth, goes together. You know, you know, it's very powerful. By fear of the Lord, we will depart from evil. You see, when mercy clicks in, you know, it draws us. When we see what the Lord has done and his goodness and what he has done, that we don't deserve this, for because He's a good God, He's able to purge us. As we look upon God's grace and mercy and truth, it will bring conversion. It will bring repentance. It will bring us to 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 to, to, to cleansing. It will it will it will bid us to, to to go to God for God to cleanse our hearts. And once we are cleansed, Once we are purged, our eyes will open and we will really respect and fear the Lord and definitely will depart from evil. It's a process. The Lord is saying, Let me in. Look at what I've done for you. My mercy. God is saying, Grace. I've done so much for you. God is saying, If we only repent, there's going to be benefits. If you only repent, it's going to be the beginning of wisdom. God is building us to repent and come to him, and he will direct our path. Look at verse 7. Very powerful. When a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh evil his enemies to be at peace with them. Lord, have mercy. That's powerful. If you compare it with verse 2, let's go back up to verse 2. All the ways of a man are clean in his own eyes. It's all about me and self-righteousness. I'm okay. Even when we have skeleton in our closet, we refuse to confess and say, I'm okay. I got this. I'm a Christian for many years. I'm okay. You know, I keep the Sabbath. I pay my tithes. We just list the things that we think we are so good at. Our righteousness is like filthy rags. So who are we trying to please? Is it self, the way we see ourselves? Look at seven now. When a man's ways, please the Lord. Not please yourself. He maketh evil his enemies. There's a benefit when we are obedient to God. When our ways please the Lord, mercy. When our ways please the Lord, the Lord fights for us. If we are involve in self, we're going to experience defeat. We're going to be going down. Because self is in the way. We need Jesus Christ to fight for us. So when we are obedient to the Lord and keep his ways and commit our ways to him, then it pleases the Lord. Obedience is better than sacrifice. We please the Lord. He will fight for us. And the Lord will cause even our enemies to be at peace. They will come around and want to create war and friction. But when they see the peace and you, they just shake their head and just walk away. Because God is working. And that's the instruction the Lord has given us this morning, that we need to do something with the heart. We need to look internally and see if we are puffed up. That we need to confess and surrender and give the heart over to the Lord. Look at the last verse that we've got to read. It, it's so powerful. Everything really connects. If we allow our ways to please God, he will fight for us. Yeah, he will be our shield and buckler. He will be our defense. He will hide us behind the defense line. He will cover us with his feathers. Under his wing will we trust. He will give his angel charge over us to keep us in all our ways. What a God we serve! He will fight against them that fight against us. He will tell us stand still and see the salvation of our God. He will tell you in a little while I've turned my face with you from you, but with everlasting tears I love you. I will gather you. Even though the water come up against you, the water, it will not overflow you, it will not overtake you. He will remind you that they that are with us are more than they that are against us. He will remind you that greater is he that is in us than him that is in the world. And a God we serve. He will remind us that I bought you with the blood of Jesus Christ. You are royalty. You're no more corrupt. You have risen with me. You will remind us today that we are no more captive. We are no more slave to sin because of my grace. My grace is sufficient. My atoning blood. It should have been you and I that died. But I died for you, the Lord says. That's how much I love you. That's how much I want you to look in your heart and commit your ways unto me, the Lord is saying. That's how much I want you to give everything over to me. And let me take you to the next level. That's what the Lord is saying. I want to really take you to the next level. The Lord cap it off. He cap it off. You can go read the whole. Chapter about the heart is very powerful and talks about pride. Well, look at verse 8 what it says of the Roman, the Proverbs 16. Better is a little with righteousness than great revenues without right. You see how the Lord said it? Better. Is a little with righteousness. So the Lord is saying, when you have a little, you give it to me, and I mix it up. It's like mixing up at a festival or the fried dumpling, and you have the flour and the baking powder. They work together. If you make dumpling with just water, and make the dumpling without any salt or anything and just go fried, you will really have some stones, some rock, they will be tough. They will have no taste. Insipid. No taste. Nobody will eat it. Everybody walking away from this food. Because it doesn't taste right. If you need the flour, put a little bit of sugar Put a little bit of salt, put a little bit of bacon water and knead it and take your time and knead it for uh, 20 minutes and you knead it right and you put it down a little bit so it's even raises. And then when you do that now, you go and you fry it. That tastes way better. And just mixing up the flour without no sugar, without no uh, salt, nothing. When the righteous have a little bit, it's like mixing up that flour with the right proportion. If you make bread and you know why rye bread or what type of bread you make and you put everything in the right proportion, when you taste it, you're like, "Wow." God is saying, "Listen." The little that the righteous own, whether it's property, whether it's monetary money, you're having your bank, it doesn't matter what it is. The little that you have as the righteous person, the Lord is saying it's better than any millions that the evil have out there. So God is saying the little we have will do more. It would be more beneficial. There will be more and better results. When we give our hearts and everything we put our hands to, will multiply because there's no curses on it. There's no stronghold. There's no legal rights on it because we commit our ways and everything we do, we're under the umbrella of Prince Emmanuel. God is saying, listen, it's so important then. You see a lot of people working, working, and their money just disappear. God is saying, if we commit our ways, the spiritual is mixed with the physical. If you're righteous in the heart, we're going to bear spiritual fruits and physical fruits. In the workplaces, we'll make more money. We'll get more overtime. Everything we do, it's like gold. Because the Lord is on our side. He will favor us. Have you ever asked the Lord to grant you favor? Oh man, this, this, this is powerful. So that's what the Lord is saying. It's better than great revenues. Revenues is all the income that the righteous have in. All the millionaires. Warren Buffett, God is saying the little paycheck you have is more rewarding than a lot of people out there with billions if we commit our ways. In closing, remember the five loaves and the fishes. When the people, the crowd, the thousands of people were there seated The Lord told them, sit down on the grass where you are, sit down. And when they sat down, the disciples said, you can't send them away hungry.
0: The Lord already
1: have the miracles in mind with the fishes and the loaves. They multiply. One fish becomes probably 5,000 fishes. They multiply. And when they multiply, they were already fried. You know you don't get the power of God. They were already fried when they multiply, and the bread was already baked without oven. That's the God we serve. The bread were baked without oven and sliced up too without knife. No, so that's the next level. That's the next sermon. That's the next level to show you the intent and the power of the God we serve bread that produces crumbs hallelujah that's the god we serve from five little loaves with thousands of people that's the god that we cannot comprehend that's the god who's asking us to submit our hearts this morning give me everything over Get rid of the b- biting. Get rid of the self-pride, the self-righteousness, and allow me to work, and I will be a miracle in your lives. I will let bread, I will let the one loaves your heart become a bakery in your house where you can supply the, 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 the shopping malls. That's how big God is. You got to see God from this perspective not from only looking in your own heart and seeing that I'm so good and pure. God wants us to turn away from this look and look to him who sees the heart. May God bless you and keep you and may his face shine upon you. In Jesus' name, as we'll now have the prayer request.
0: In Jesus' name. Thanks for listening to the Bun to Christ Ministries podcast. We hope that you were blessed.